0: Welcome to Mother Puckers, the first and only podcast for hockey moms by a hockey mom, and that's me, Julie Bardownski. We're looking at episode 17 this week, and I've got to say, here in Tennessee, we are seeing the light at the end of the Warren Tunnel. We are mere 12 days away from being able to go start a little semblance of normal. Whatever your thoughts are on your state and where you are and what you think you should be doing and should you still be staying home and should you be quarantining and we're going to have all these spikes, you know, we're not the experts. We follow the experts' advice. We let them decide what are the guidelines, what are the parameters, and then we follow them. It's good to have your own opinions for sure, but just do your best and be smart. But I will tell you what, when that order came down yesterday, <laughs> first appointment I made was with my hairstylist. I got her first appointment back, which is great. I made my appointment for my full facial stuff going on because of my previous attempt at a at home facial that just made my whole face break out waxing my eyebrows will become visible again because they will again be tinted and not be the white blonde that they are naturally and I'm just waiting to hear back from the gym because they haven't made any announcements here in Tennessee and then my massage therapist and I've got to say it's not I don't go to my massage therapist for the feel-good relax. I go because I have so many (laughs) injuries. No, I wouldn't say injuries. I have so many issues because of all the training that I do. And it's been a little bit more hectic because I've sat at my desk a lot more than I ever have before the last five weeks. And so I'm having you know more shoulder and neck issues. Now our company is great by pretty much letting us get whatever we need to be ergonomically accommodated, but I hadn't taken advantage of that because I was too busy. So I might have to find some time to actually, I sure hope that you're all doing well out there and that I can bring some sunshine uh, to you today. I am dreaming of my first trip and I'm, I'm I love to travel. And since I did have to cancel my France trip to go see the Christian Louboutin exhibit, they put out a beautiful coffee table book. I should call it office shelf book. And I plan on spending some nice time with that, putting on a pair of Christian Louboutins. Which rumor, Willis? Charlize Theron and Lady Gaga have all been photographed in this particular pair and I got them in New York City on my last trip with a dear dear girlfriend of mine who lives up in that area and I'm going to put those shoes on I'm going to be sassy and I'm going to read that book and pretend I'm there in Paris but I do think my first actual trip will be to Calgary for hockey But that's great. At least that hadn't been canceled for uh, the kiddo, but we'll see. See, I finished up the book that I was reading, which was the, which is called The Lager Queen of Minnesota, and my dad gave it to me for Christmas, and I just got got to it and started reading it and I pretty much ripped through it pretty fast in a week. It was a very well-written book. I loved the uh, depiction of women and how, you know, in in a non-traditional women's world and uh, then how they all would come together. But it was really fun with the little towns in Minnesota that would talk about and all the little Minnesota-isms that were included in there. So that was, that made it fun for me and for where I am originally from. If you're looking for something to read, that would be a good, good, good light read for you. Out there, The Lager Queen of Minnesota by J. Ryan Straddle. So if you are looking for one, that's a good one. And now my next book will, of course, be the Christian Louboutin one. And then I got another textbook that I have been dying for. It's all about nutrition and health. I will share any nuggets that I finish in it, but it's literally a textbook. So this, is, this one's going to take some time to get through. Today for our interview, I have my dear friend Katie. <laughs> And I kind of went back gr- backwards on my interview process with her because you've already met her twice. She's from Boston. And actually, no, y'all have met her three times. She and I chatted about checking. And then she was in Florida with uh, Lori and I when Lori and I chatted. And I did her interview while we were in Florida. And that was supposed to be the introductory interview, but it didn't turn out that way. So. Because with with my dear friend Katie, we just kind of go on our own path. And then, of course, you heard from her with her car full of hockey players while they were heading out to God knows where to go hunting and fishing and uh, camping. So this one will introduce you to Katie, which I hope you enjoy and look forward to hearing any feedback. And I do want to say, if anybody needs to reach out to me, uh, to talk, to if you're struggling with anything. and know this is a tough time. I w- am happy to be here for you. You can email me at julie at motherpuckers.com. You can message me through Facebook or Instagram. And I'm happy to spend some time with you if, if you need me. All right. So with that, I'm going to send us off to our interview with Katie. We are at the West Palm Beach Skate Zone who was generous enough to offer up their party room for today's interview with Katie from Boston, whom I've been looking forward to this interview ever since I thought of this podcast, which was very soon after I met Katie in Florida and got to know her and her story. And I thought it would be really interesting for all of you to hear from a hockey mom who also played high-level hockey, dealt with the the boys teams and all the fun locker room shenanigans that they probably put her through and i thought it'd be good for us to have a little chat with katie so welcome katie thank you glad to have you here how are you i am doing all right so you were spending the afternoon in the bar we're in between games right
1: in the bar in the in bar. between games mm-hmm. i'm the dd this weekend that's a good thing to be right yep
0: <laughs> so tell me tell me where'd you get started in hockey how old were you
1: I was little I started figure skating first I have three brothers so my parents had me figure skating and then the boys came on after and I was like I'm doing that my father's like all right and it stuck it was just I think it's like the classic story you know yeah of, well, like, girl.
0: You, you probably saw the hitting and you're like oh I want that
1: well, well when they're little there's you know what I mean like but it was just like all my my brothers and their buddies and they were having a ball you yeah. got a little chilly out there figure skating you know what I mean it's like a lot of you don't seem like the pink tutu type girl
0: I don't think so, no. <laughs> But that's okay. It's all right. You got the pads on, so you were little, and then how, did you just play on boys teams,
1: or? Yeah, just like town hockey, you know, like youth hockey. What's town hockey? So I grew up in Medford, Massachusetts, and the town hockey was pretty good. I think once upon a time, they had, like, they produced, like, quite a few, like, professional athletes, and town hockey was, like, big before we had all this AAA, and. You know what I mean? A team for everybody All the but didn't around. make a team. <laughs>
0: <laughs> isn't
1: it in Boston, though, isn't
0: there, um, there's the town hockey, but isn't there, isn't there a guy who kind of runs the show in Boston, like the runs the ranks and keeps all the, all the teams? There's not one guy?
1: I mean, there's a few guys, I yeah. would say, that probably like, come to mind when yeah. I think of that, like they own programs or organizations and have for a while. But yeah, town is town.
0: Hockey's everywhere up there.
1: Yeah, but town hockey has taken a beating a bit, you know? So like it's not the same. So when I was growing up, there was like you know, over 100 kids at tryouts for my squirts each level. So right. it was like it was pretty competitive. It was fun. And then maybe like a handful of like, you know, more competitive players would play for other teams. But town was like your pride, you know? right? Because that's where you're playing yeah, for. for
0: sure. Do you think that's why Minnesota has such a, a good program because they've really insulated themselves and kept that kind of town hockey mentality?
1: I believe in town hockey. If that's what they've done, then I think that's fantastic. You know what I mean? I think they have the climate for it and, like, the culture for it. And kudos to them. Yeah. yeah it's working. It ain't broke. like
0: Yeah, it's not broke there yeah. for sure. Something like 27% or something like that of all NHLers came from Minnesota or something.
1: Kinda Take big. it easy over there. <clears throat> Take it easy across the table. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you don't want me to bring up the Patriots now, too? Callie, How About the Bruins last year in the Cup. Today we had a tough day. Yeah. Oh wait,
0: that's right. Why don't you uh, tell me about Carter Hart parking his car? I got to make yeah. you say that.
1: Park your car and have it yad. <laughs> you got it. I'm not even gonna fight you over it. Just no, well,
0: well, when I first met you, because I'm terrible with accents, my husband makes fun of me all the time when i first met you i'm like so is she from france where's she from
1: and chris is looking at me like you are an idiot no No, people say it all making you from germany i'm like Yeah. yeah australia yes how did you know yeah i'm so bad no it's common though people think
0: oh good so there are they um also people who are watching the british shows with um subtitles like i have to
1: that's right that's right. I was watching Little Women last night with the subtitles. Actually, believe See? it or not, yes, Confessions. See,
0: there you go. So, from town hockey, how far up did you go in um, playing with the boys?
1: Mm, high school division one, like uh, high school hockey. I was on the varsity as a freshman. That's my claim to fame. And then Title Nine happened, so it could never be duplicated. You know. So did they have um, a girls no, no team girls? Right away? That's what I'm saying. So Title Nine didn't exist at the time. And so there was no girls' team so I had to travel for the boys' team. Right. And I made it like when the Vost knew when I was a freshman and it was pretty competitive. That's like, cool. Lots of, like division one like prospects come out of those leagues and it was it was fun.
0: Did the boys ever take issue with you taking a spot? Or I, I don't
1: think so just because I played with them for so long. Do you know what I mean? Like and they it was knew what like, you could do. Yeah, I mean I think good is good and I think at a certain point like you just gotta tip your hat to that and say, Yeah. Like that, she's all right. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: So what'd you do for a locker room then?
1: They put me in the refs room. They had me in like the refs. (laughs) I was in the refs. So I had to dress quick.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So did you have a ponytail?
1: I always wore my hair in like French braids just so it fit tight under the helmet. Uh I just liked it a certain way. I was kind of particular about that.
0: I was always, I'm always curious, like football players like Palomalu and so on and so forth pull their hair out wondered if
1: anybody ever went for your hair no good they didn't go for my hair <laughs> were you a forward or d i was a defenseman oh wow very much like stay at home did my job uh-huh got up to my forwards and the, the new de- like the new defenseman today like they have so much more involvement with like offensive play it seems like and yep. i was like textbook I barely even, like, cross on her ice, you know what I mean? Like, I was real conservative. Didn't want to make a mistake.
0: What if you did make a mistake? Did they come down harder on you or not?
1: No, I think when you're playing competitive, I think you're pretty hot on yourself, you know what I mean? You don't need anybody to tell you, hey... And then, did you want to go to college and play, or what did you want to I do? I think when I was a kid, there wasn't really an avenue for that, you know, at the time. Not that it was that long ago, but I wanted to be in the NHL. I wanted to play for the St. Louis Blues, actually. Yeah. Oh! Brad Hall was on the team, and he was my favorite player, so I was like... Oh,
0: I could tell you stories about him that would make him not your favorite player anymore. All right, fine.
1: Just save... <laughs> save...
0: I'll save him for myself. Yeah. Don't <laughs> rain on.
1: on my parade.
0: I won't. Please, but he please. did pretty much finish all the beer after the Stanley Cup this year in St. Louis. So, you know, he moved to Nashville.
1: Well, he put it on the map, kind of. You know, you guys, Kachuk, Medford boy. They put it on the map. Yes. But now he's in Nashville. Mm-hmm.
0: Now he's in Nashville. Don't know why.
1: Maybe he's doing good things for hockey then. Maybe the hockey gods are smiling in Nashville. Oh, they're not.
0: Well, that'd be cool. <laughs> I don't know that that's happened. <laughs> <laughs> so Brett Hull. So did you like Bobby too?
1: Yeah, I mean, I just think Brett Hull was the big player of the time, and yeah. I was like, I'm going to the NHL, and I'm playing with Brett Hull. And I didn't get it. The,
0: do you think a woman can ever play in the NHL?
1: Yeah, didn't Man and already do it, or Man on? What? She, was she played a goalie. goalie. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah wait, what, that wasn't. Was that in a game, or was that in the All Star game? I can't remember. I think she.
1: I don't know. She wore the uniform. She had. A, she had a card and everything. Yeah. Tampa Bay. She did it. I mean, it's she been did done. it. It's yeah. In the books.
0: Well, and they just had a female ref and a female offensive coordinator assistant last weekend for the 49ers game. So it's kind of breaking into the NFL. NHL could be next. Yeah. Or do you think that the NWHL is the better avenue for those athletes to follow?
1: I know a lot of girls who play for like the Boston teams or like, I, I knew them in the past. I And I just, I think it'll happen when the time is right. I, I i told you before like i root for those girls and i want like i believe in like girls can do anything i i think it's going to take some time i think you got to put your time in to have like a solid product and i think i think they're working at it i think they're chipping away and i good things are happening like it's a great time to be a girl for it sure. is a
0: great time to be a girl and well i mean even the nhl took quite a while and a couple failed attempts even early early on with after the original six and moving the NHL to the U.S. and the U.S. market and how we were building ranks here to help build the NHL. I mean, the same thing's going to have to happen for the NHL. Sorry, Canada. No, I'm good. I got a
1: girl playing right now. No, I think that the NHL, though, if they're taking initiative and, like, they're – I mean, I think they've seen other sports, too, resist a bit, and hopefully they've – especially with all the coaching stuff going on where they're kind of – it's good that they're, like, you know – saying like no let's get these girls going if that's really what's happening let's set them up see what they can do right but I think it is going to take some time I mean
0: yeah what what uh was some of the things that happened in the locker room with the boys were they ever they're fun
1: they're a lot of fun the locker rooms really just like you couldn't like name it you know unless you were like like unless you were part of it and it's just like it's just a good old time in that locker room you know they like to play little jokes here and there and so they like to just call me in when they weren't entirely they weren't entirely dressed yet you know it's like nothing I ain't seen before but it's like, come on, coach is going to be mad. I got to get my stuff on. And they're like, no, he needs you now. And I'd run in there and they'd just be all like shaking, shaking. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, golly. Flopping yeah. and flipping. Yeah. <laughs> so the moms out there who
0: have girls playing on the boys team, they need to tell them don't ever go into the locker room. They're going to trick you.
1: Oh, I think it's part of the course. Yeah. I think like if you want to be looked at as like an equal and like it's just some things get taken out of context and like, you know, there's obviously a line, but for me, that was like, it was all in like good fun. I never felt like weird about it.
0: Yeah. And I thought they were just
1: ridiculous. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, if you're playing with the boys, you gotta you gotta have the kind of personality that can handle being around. Yeah, a bunch I didn't of guys. I never
1: gave it much thought. Like yeah, it was always something I laughed about. It was never something I was like, that was so uncomfortable for me or anything like that. You like,
0: mean you weren't, you know, calling the coach and having a little chat <laughs> and bringing little Johnny down. It wasn't even,
1: yeah, it was a waste of breath, you know. It was yeah. just like, Oh, I gotta get dressed guys like He's gonna kill me if I'm not in there on, t- you know what I mean, for yeah. like the actual.
0: And then you'd get benched Yeah. For them the, <laughs> yeah. being
1: playboys. So I didn't even have time to think much on their shenanigans. Yeah, you just had
0: to go with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's different today. I think all around it's different today, and it's kind of sad. Yeah. Because that's part of the fun of being on a team, that's diverse. You know. hundred oh, percent. So j- yeah, because you can't, you can't go in and say, well, I'm different, whatever your difference might be and hold that difference close to your vest and not participate then with the whole team. Cause it's team sport. Everybody has to have fun and get along. Cause that's why we do it. Right. Right. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. So now you've got a son and he's playing hockey. He's busy. Yep. He keeps Are there any me girls busy. on your team. No, no, not even a goalie. No. Oh, so he doesn't have to have any locker room shenanigans.
1: No, he actually, <laughs> actually I will say he plays middle school for town and there's a couple girls on the team and they're, you know you have like a range of like abilities and it's fun to play town you know because everyone's just an equal and he'll be he'll try to be pushy with them and they they stand their ground he'll be like i'm gonna go out next and they'll be like no you're not you're not
0: (laughs) nice (laughs) because you travel quite a bit for hockey yes so tell me about that what do you do it's on a couple three teams how many teams is he on
1: He's on two two competitive teams, I would say, and then we pl- we he skates a lot he plays a lot. I mean he's real lucky to like live where he lives and have the ice time and the opportunity that he has uh to skate like that. Our home team is Florida, but we live in the north in the northeast and then
0: how's that go? That's a lot of travel, huh?
1: I would say that florida the the Florida parents are more dedicated like because they have to come up north a lot, you know what I mean, and it's been right. impressive that they like they're as dedicated as they are. It's nice for us to come like. Look where we are right now. It's up Yeah, b- Palm Beach. Snow-
0: <laughs> Just saw Air Force One the last yeah. couple of days parked at the airport. That yeah. didn't suck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's snowing like crazy up there. So it's like, it's nice in January to get away and be down south. Mm-hmm. These folks have to do it like. All the time. All the time. Yeah. So it's and nice to be part of this team. Does he go to public school? I believe in public school, but he's not in a public school. He's in a, he's in a Waldorf school, actually. And
0: that's because of the travel for hockey? They've or just been, it works better for him?
1: Yeah, mostly, like, just personal decisions. Like, I, yeah. I, I like the philosophy that, that, yeah. of that school for him. Cool Folks will say it's, like, a bit cultish, and I would agree. But for us, like, when y'all living in the locker room and y'all, like, his rea- whatever his reality is, like, I think he has a good sense of, like, not the Waldorf school. So we go there, and it's kind of, like, chill. You know, it's like nature-based and like yep, it's a, a great lot of me. And, yep. and then we get to the, oh, the rink and it's back to like the bumping grind, you know. It's like just delay, <laughs> delaying reality a bit. <laughs>
0: nice. So when you're traveling, what are some of the craziest parents that you've met?
1: Come on. Hockey parents are just like, they're a special breed, you know. <laughs> I have my favorites. Like there's definitely like some folks that I always have to be like... <laughs> <laughs> like they're warm and welcoming you know what i mean when you're in with that crowd it's like family because you're, you're kind of all like crazy a bit to be like yeah, as committed as we are to like our kids i don't know dream whatever this is that they're
0: right whatever they're, they're loving doing.
1: doing like we're right there we're right there with them so yeah i mean you know the good folks are good and the lousy ones like you just kind of keep it moving yeah. you know yeah and that's that my favorite are the ones who can like have a laugh about it you know what i'm saying like have a sense of humor through it all because it gets long it gets this january it's like is this thing over yet you know and we're not yeah gotta hang on yeah because then you got spring right and people can keep their like humor and just be like all right here's where we're at you know what i mean there's an end to this thing and we're gonna make the most of it those are the ones you want to be around right they exist they're real
0: they are real they're like a unicorn. That's right. Well, I want to thank you very much. Is there anything else you want to share with our listeners? Yeah, you know, our boys are about to go out and play against each other. Of course, my son was just asking all about your son, saying, is he going to be there? I'm going to go up to the red line. I'm going to try and get him over so I can say hi to him. Well, like, you can't do that. You're going That's to have trouble. That's the thing. That's the best
1: part about hockey <laughs> right the, there, is that yeah. we all put this down, and, like, those are the best people. It's, like, the ones you see on the journey along the way and, like, i'm rooting for your son and like mm-hmm. he's you know what i mean and that's yep. the best part of it so. it really is it's it, a lot of fun
0: and it's cool because we get to meet people from all over the country and learn about different things and that these boys grow up with a larger view of the world instead of just that micro you but it's know, a bubble. fantastic
1: common ground you yeah. know what i mean because you could be like arch enemies on the ice and you yeah. off and you see each other off the ice and it's like and i it's- played you and and then they might see each other in a spring tournament and be on the same team. Same it's team. so fun.
0: Yeah. And then they, yeah, and they are cool and they go out and they play handball in the, lo- in that's the right. lobby and, yeah. Mini that's sticks. Good. So we'll see who's yeah. going to win. What, good with luck, you? good luck. Considering the Blues beat the Bruins. Take it. Well, She's all over me. This we'll one. have to see what happens next. Gloria, <laughs> in the next hour, Gloria. <laughs> yeah, I totally harassed Katie during the Stanley Cup when the Blues were just having a good time. It was good.
1: It was fun. The best man won. The best man won, but I'm that still a Bruins is... fan. Yeah, well, they just got beat
0: by the Penguins. Shittsburg. Having Crosby
1: back, it was down. Pittsburgh Penguins.
0: They were down three, nothing, and the Penguins came back in the third and beat them four three. That damn Sidney Crosby.
1: That's the, best part of this. Yeah, that's the best part of the sport, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the best. 3-0 deficit, and they and came back. They deserved it. Yeah,
0: they did. But I'm going to
1: still watch them every night. <laughs> I know I you can. will. <laughs> well, thank you very much for your
0: time. To be continued. And to be continued awesome. with part two. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, that's a wrap. I am sure that you got some fun little stories there and learned some new names in the guitar world for you or your husband or your kids or your friends or your cousins, whoever is playing guitar at this point to share with them this episode. Thank you very much, Sean, for coming on. You can see or download his albums at Seantubbs.com and check him out on YouTube with all of the things he does. He's just he's just an amazing, amazing guy. He's so nice so humble and just so talented so thank you sean for joining us and once this uh quarantine what was i calling it corona teen lifts i will hopefully see you at the rink